0: Welcome to today's devotional for Friday, August 5th. Before we go to our uh, scripture reading for the day, let us quiet ourselves as we enjoy some beautiful music. Our scripture reading today comes to us from the Gospel of John. It's the only occurrence of this miracle story or sign as they are called in John's Gospel in the New Testament. It's a familiar passage about the wedding at Cana. Hear the word of the Lord. On the third day there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee and the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus and his disciples had also been invited to the wedding. When the wine gave out and the mother of Jesus said to him, they have no wine. And Jesus said to her, woman, what concern is that to me and to you? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, do whatever he tells you. Now standing there were six stone jars for the Jewish rites of purification, each holding twenty or thirty gallons. Jesus said to them, Fill the jars with water, and they filled them up to the brim. He said to them, Now draw some out, and take it to the person in charge of the banquet. So they took it. When the person in charge tasted the water that had become wine and did not know where it came from, though the servants who had drawn the water knew, that person called the bridegroom and said to him, Everyone serves the good wine first, and then the inferior wine after the guests guests have become drunk. But you have kept the good wine until now. Jesus did this, the first of his signs, in in Cana of Galilee, and revealed his glory. And his disciples believed in him. After this, he went down to Capernaum with his mother, his brothers, and his disciples, and they remained there for a few days. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Gracious and generous, God, may the word just read point to the word made flesh in your son, Jesus, and may it all work together to guide us in the days and weeks ahead. Amen. It's just true that weddings are ripe with opportunities for disaster. Something goes wrong almost always. Something breaks, someone doesn't show up, or something runs out, as is the case in uh, our scripture reading today. This was very much the case at my wedding in the March of uh, some 19 years ago. It's hard to believe in 2003 I was married. Uh, Looking forward to my 20th anniversary next March. And uh, we had planned a beautiful outdoor wedding at the Venetian pool in Coral Gables, Florida. And our tables were set up so that we might dine there underneath the stars, which sounds like a lovely idea until it rains. And oh boy, did it rain. And I looked over at some point and my caterer was dragging tables into the little bit of cover that was made available at that venue. And I had my beautiful silk dress that I had carefully picked out and preserved and waited for the big day. And by the end of the evening, it was so caked and mud that there was a ring of dirt around the bottom. It's still muddy today, despite a uh, very expensive dry cleaning bill. It just couldn't ever come out. It was uh, not how I had planned the day to go. I have a cousin who, for her own wedding, drove the 45 minutes to the venue for her wedding to discover that she had forgot her dress at home. Suffice to say, I don't think I've heard many wedding stories where something or other doesn't go sideways. That's definitely the case in this scripture reading, where we hear about a wedding wedding to which Jesus and his disciples and his mother have been invited. It says, during a time when the poor ate very little meat and drank very little wine. So it's a big deal to be at a wedding. And these weddings would have lasted for several days. And it was incumbent on the host of such a wedding to ensure that the food and the wine lasted. But it doesn't last. Wine glasses sit empty. And you can imagine people beginning to contemplate heading home. Perhaps they might have wondered the party is over. But then the mother of Jesus observes the need. She is never called by name in John's gospel, but the mother of Jesus, well, she prompts Jesus to do something. Though God the Father alone determines Jesus' time, his mother is nevertheless a catalyst for what happens next. She prompts Jesus by pointing to a need, and Jesus answers, and water becomes wine. We're left to wonder, what do we take from this story where no one is healed or restored to life? What do we take from this first of Jesus' signs? What might this say to us today? Well, for one, the sign in John's gospel to be a sign, it has to point to something beyond itself. A miracle becomes a sign when it points beyond itself itself to the revelation of God in Jesus. By the faith of the disciples and perhaps the servants who had drawn the water, the miracle of water filled to the brim turning into good wine is a sign because it reveals the glory of Jesus. And we read his disciples believed in Him because of what they had seen. It's that transformed belief, that revelation of Christ's divinity that makes this a sign. And for us today as Christians, we can perhaps cast ourselves as disciples in the midst of a party. Imagine we're in a sea of noise and revelry and ignorance and we know something that many do not. Through our belief in Jesus, we know that everything has changed, that the party will continue, and as it swirls around us, we get to live lives where we know that even when things go sideways, even when things seem dark or go wrong, water has been turned into wine and there is more than enough. God has taken on flesh and become man What is old has passed away and a new life has begun. Jesus is the Christ. I can't help to think about how this understanding of the new life we found in good wine might inform our reaction to other wedding disasters, how we might react to the day-to-day ways that life often doesn't go as we have planned, how we might carry on in spite of such mishaps dancing in the rain, muddying our dresses, surrendering to the joy that can be found in accepting that it's not really our party anyway, and that God, God as the host, has provided for us. God has ensured that the party continues and God's kingdom will come. It is coming. It is already and not yet. The glory of God has been made manifest. There's good wine more than we could ever drink. I think this is a powerful reminder of God's presence and power. And it's a provocative invitation to enjoy the fellowship we have with one another in a much more relaxed way, to despite mishaps and plans that fall apart to recognize that the wedding banquet doors have been thrown open and we are invited to celebrate, to dance and to enjoy the good wine. When I think back about my own wedding and my muddy, muddy dress, I don't feel sad or think of it as a wedding mishap. I remember dancing with all of the people that I love in the rain and I feel assured that in the midst of the mud and the mess, there's the powerful presence of a loving God who cares for me. Let us pray. Loving God, we're so grateful for the ways your son has provided for us, how we have been saved through him, through you, how there is no going back. Water has been turned into wine and it cannot be undone. We ask that you would make us mindful always of this truth and that it would help carry us through mishaps and misfortunes. It would give us the confidence to know that despite how things may seem, that there is always enough. In Jesus' name, amen.